Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney WTF, where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. This is episode 32, and for those that don't know us by now, we are a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic, and one of us just doesn't get it. But somehow, we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yes, we have. 32 episodes. And it's cold. Well, it is a it is a crisp Miami day. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Chilly, I get to wear my Disney sweater. I'm really excited for you, actually. Yeah. I'm wearing my Disney snacks shirt, which includes a citrus swirl, turkey leg, caramel apple, popcorn, rice krispie treat. Is that a Dole Whip? Yes, it is a Dole Whip. Nice. Yeah, a a pretzel. Golly, this has everything. Waffles. I don't even think I realized how much all this has. They should have had like a popcorn bucket holder, though. That would have been complete. Maybe this, you know, one of these could be a popcorn bucket holder. Anyways, but yeah. Headlines. All right. (laughs) So my first headline, I think you're going to be pretty excited about, although I did mention it to you pre-show like a while ago. You ruined it. I did ruin it. Well, so Richie's reaction might not be super genuine, but anyways. So Tokyo Disney Resort is expanding. Mm. How much is it expanding, you might ask? 30% it's expanding. The resort is just the hotel or is just the actual the land of everything everything so Mm -hmm. you know how we have walt disney world resort so that's the hotels Mm -hmm. the parks the whole nine yards Mm -hmm. so the whole thing is going to be expanding nice okay and it's 2.7 billion dollars i mean that's a lot of money i can only imagine what's going to happen yeah they don't own disney though which is i'm still so who's paying (laughs) for this money who's paying for this is disney paying for this I well, or the pr- people who are, are investing money in it, well, the people who might own it. <laughs> my whole take on Tokyo's has changed. Well, but we'll see. Well, I will tell you that the purpose of this expansion is to attract older visitors and foreigners, which okay. I feel like they had plenty of when yeah. we were there. But maybe they're really trying to get at it. Yeah, I wonder how, like, what the strategy is. That's cute. That's interesting. Yeah. So it'll be fun, you know. In in. 20 years or whenever it's finished. So what it, did it say when it, how long it was going to take? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Not that I read, but I, I imagine it's probably going to be in the neighborhood of like five years or so. Yeah. Maybe less. Okay. You never know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. So next headline. The Disney Skyliner concept art has been released. So the Skyliner is the gondola that's going to connect resort to resort and parks. Okay. Okay. Do you remember us talking about this on a previous episode? What's the difference between the Skyliner and the monorail? So a Skyliner is going to look like a gondola. So, you know, gondolas. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I remember, I remember. Yeah, so gondolas at mountains and things like that. So they released what was going to be on them? So they released what they're going to look like, what the stations are going to look like. And so the stations are going to be, so far it's said in four different places. So at World Showcase Entrance at Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Caribbean Beach Resort, and Pop Century Resort. Oh, cool. Do you have pictures? The pictures are available online. Okay. <laughs> um, but they they look awesome. And the reason why I'm really, really excited, actually, is because you're going to be able to get an aerial view of these places that it's close to. So, for instance, like if you're leaving Epcot via the World Showcase gondola, mm-hmm. you're going to be risen up and look over all of World Showcase. Mm. And it's kind of crazy because depending cool. on how they shield what what's around the... The, the, like the, the, what am I trying to say? 
I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how they kind of use cover up to maybe block, I don't know, show buildings or something that they that you don't want to see, you might be able to see a lot of behind the scenes things. Oh, interesting. So I'm just really excited cool. about that. That sounds fun. Yeah. It is fun. It will be fun. Yeah. And the actual vehicles themselves are going to feature different Disney characters. So mm. Goofy or Minnie or Mickey. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Smart. I, I want to know what the capacity is, to be honest, of these individual yeah. cars and how many they're going to be operating. I just hope that they make it feel safe because like most gondolas I'm on, like legitimately, I usually feel sketched out about. So I'm <laughs> hoping whatever they do, it visually and just feels safe. Okay. I think it will be. So. I mean, it's Disney. Yeah. People, if anybody, if anything happens to anybody, Disney's very fearful probably that they're going to get sued. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that they're looking out for themselves more than us. Yeah. By looking out for us is looking out for themselves. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my next headline, Olaf's Frozen, Frozen Adventure, which was the pre-show before... Mm. Be- <laughs> Richie already has opinions. I see it in his mm-hmm. eyes. Before Coco, it's it's rumored to say that it was going to go away. But you're not going to be able to not see it, even if you go see Coco, because it's going to be playing on ABC. So you can see it for the holiday. Um, and actually, it might be better that way, which, oh, man, I just thought of this. So Olaf's Frozen Adventure is about 20 minutes long. So mm-hmm. it probably is like 30 minutes long with commercial interruption. Yeah. Gosh, I feel like Disney planned to do this the whole time. That thing felt like it was... Yeah, but what? No, they didn't. Why Why would it be 30 minutes? Like, it felt 30 minutes in the movie mm-hmm. theater. Like, it didn't even feel like a preview or some form of short or anything. And if that was a test run for something and they and they're like... Like, if that was a test, it's like, guys, we're just going to test this. That's messed up. Okay? Because that, <laughs> that, like, messed with my time that, like, I, I would like back. You would but, like the 20 <laughs> minutes that you can never get back. I would like that back. 20 minutes that I <laughs> couldn't get back because that long short was in the beginning of the of the friggin' movie. Oh, poor Olaf. But, I mean, it was good. It's just, I don't know. I just feel like I wasn't the target. Yeah. I mean, you know? I think it was enjoyable, especially to the target. You know, you figure that, like, the... The eight-year-old girl who was Elsa for Chris or for, ha- for Christmas for Halloween just now. I mean, she probably loved it. Yeah, I know, but whatever. Anyway, what do you, what if it was Mackenzie and she was really upset? Upset about what? That she can't see a twenty-minute other movie inside of another movie? Yeah, exactly. No, that doesn't make sense. It's not what you came here to see. Mackenzie's our two-year-old niece. I'm just saying. She might be upset. Anyway. Anyways, on. all right. So. I'm glad we're talking about (laughs) shorts, pre-show, to Coco, Mm -hmm. because it kind of goes into what we're going to be talking about today, Okay. which is Pixar. And so we're going to go over a lot of information about Pixar, um, including the history, and I want to have some of your opinions, and there's going to be some crazy facts that are definitely going to blow your mind. Okay. Because we're going to be talking about Steve Jobs at some point, I'm sure. Yes. Which is why, I mean, if you're watching the video, I am wearing my Steve Jobs glasses. Yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do actually need for vision purposes. Yeah. But I thought it would be a nice homage to, to him. All right. So let's do it. the history of Pixar, which a lot of this is pretty surprising to me because you kind of never really investigate the deep history of something. You kind of just know what they give you Mm -hmm. in a way. Okay, so the original group that founded Pixar was first brought together at the New York Institute of Technology in New York. And they were 
It's a group of people who wanted to make the first animated feature. Okay. Why are you looking at me <laughs> this way? Like, <laughs> it's the first because you said the New York Institute of Technology in New York. <laughs> it's just like, I know it's in New York. There's, Sorry, go on, go on. Well, I mean, no, that was just funny. Sorry. Go on. I'm not a geography whiz, anyways. <laughs> Neither are you. What's <laughs> <laughs> that geography? That's funny. Okay. All right. So, anyways, so this group of people were working with this um, this this institute okay. in New York, and they were trying to get the first animated feature off the ground. Um, but they kind of realized collectively that you know we can't really do it here; mm -hmm. that we need to be a part of more of a film studio in order to be successful. Mm -hmm. So it was actually pretty scandalous because they started leaving that particular institution one by one mm -hmm. because they were going to be recruited by George Lucas who is obviously the creator of Star Wars, Indiana Jones, like big, big wig guy. Yeah, okay. Um, and so then as they gradually left, then they got hired on with Lucasfilm after that. Mm -hmm. And so then they were a part of Lucasfilm and eventually what they created was called a Pixar image computer or mm -hmm. a PIC. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I don't know if they actually called it a pick, but okay. I just feel like they should. Don't make up stuff in the history. I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why I'm stipulating. Um, like they, they probably, they probably did. They might have not. It. They okay. probably just called it Pixar. Oh. Okay, go. All right. So that's what they were using to make to make money while they were creating the technology to make an animated feature. And so what the computer did was a graphics design computer. So they intended it to be sold to industries that use imaging a lot. So mm -hmm. medicine, meteorology, but it didn't sell well. Mm -hmm. But you know who did like it? The Disney company. Oh, okay. So this was kind of the first step when Disney started having a relationship with the people who went on to be the you know Pixar film studios. Mm -hmm. And what Disney used it for was to make it so that the 2D animation style where things were hand-drawn to lessen the labor of that process. Mm -hmm. So even though Disney was interested in these computers, mm -hmm. the company was, was struggling okay. in terms of the... the, the like the, the economics behind everything. Yeah, okay. it was struggling. Like they weren't able to make money. Yeah. Okay. And this is where Steve Jobs comes in. Like a boss. <laughs> because he started to invest more and more money into mm -hmm. into the project yeah it's crazy that steve jobs like you know the the technology i guess because i'm because i read the book um his, his like biography and uh, you know they, they do mention pixar and stuff like that in there and, and and his influence on it and it's just so crazy to think like this huge tech mogul that was like pretty much seemed as a jerk you know yeah that like came in and did like some damage with what he did with pixar mm -hmm. like for disney what so. did you read? Well... Do you remember? No, I mean, I don't remember... I just remember it being, like, his passion for Disney. And, like, I just remember being shocked how passionate he was about Disney. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't remember any of the specifics from the book or anything. It was a while ago since I read that, but... Um, in, in, in regards to Pixar, because at the time, I didn't pay much attention to it because I don't even think we were, you know... I, I, I like, knew you were a Disney fanatic, mm -hmm. so I didn't really pay much attention to that part of the book, but... I just remember being surprised at how passionate, how not only about how passionate he was about Disney, but of like the impact he had on like some of the most, like some of the best Disney movies. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, he he obviously was very passionate about the project because he invested so much 
money into mm-hmm. creating this 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 technology and this by you know creating this film studio. Yeah. Essentially, I mean, it is it is crazy. Like the the amount of time that it took from when the initial, very very initial stages at, at in New York, all the way down to when the first film was created, mm-hmm. was like twenty years, almost twenty years, for that process to even happen. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a long it's a long commitment. And I mean, I think even Walt Disney himself struggled with this. Like he had all these big ideas and wants to to innovate, but the technology was slower to follow. Yeah, so it took it took a lot of time. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Luckily, we're living in the now. Yeah. Well, because you know what's crazy? I just think about it. You know, with like you think about like if like the Disney today, like that much of a visionary today can make things happen like much quicker. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's probably frustrating. You know, to know that, like, to feel how slow you were and probably how advanced, how advanced he was in his mind. Yeah. Whereas, like, right now, depending on, you know, the way you're thinking, you can do most of what you want to do fairly easily and quickly. Yeah. So, unless you're Elon Musk. Why? What, what makes him special? Well, because he wants to go to Mars. Like, that's not easy. Well, but so, <laughs> so exactly. So, he's kind of suffering the same predicament. Yeah, well, well that, he's definitely suffering also. But I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I mean, but it's like when you think about like think about the scale of things, like mm-hmm. of what Dis- of what Walt wanted to do versus what Elon wants to do. Like think of the scale of what that is. I mean, scale is all relative, though. So no, I get it, but like I'm just saying, I think that it's he's suffering, but it's not because he wants to do some of the similar things that Walt wanted to do. What? Say that one more time. Like he's suffering because like like Walt. Walt wanted to do things that weren't necessary. I mean, I don't really know, but I'm assuming that the things that Walt maybe wanted to do and create, it wasn't unthinkable. It's just that the technology wasn't there. Yes. Whereas things that Elon Musk wants to do, it's like, not only is it like not really thinkable to do, but it's like, and the technology's not there. I feel like it's kind of the same thing though. Like it is kind of thinkable to, I mean, people, granted people have been wanting to like live on Mars for a really, really, really long time. Um, At least since... You know. Yeah, but but no one actually really thought that that'd be a thing, you know, like mm-hmm. versus like I'm like I'm sure Walt just wanted to create things here, like <laughs> like on Earth, on this planet. I don't know. I just <laughs> think that the things that Elon Musk is doing is like, I mean, I'm not saying he's better than Walt or anything. I'm just saying that like I think the struggles are, are gonna are a lot greater for what Elon is trying to do than what Walt Disney was trying to do, relatively speaking. Mm. Like he wants to send people to to space. Do you know how hard that is? Well, he doesn't want to create like we don't an experience that. for someone here, like in a park or a movie, like sending someone to space to live. Okay, we're getting really off topic, but I feel like Walt, well, and at least the Disney company had the same vision, but they wanted to bring it to the masses because obviously not everybody can go live on Mars in their lifetime. So they created a lot of space oriented rides, attractions. I mean, they have Tomorrowland for crying out loud. So I don't think that it's that far off. Like, I don't think they were, like, way behind Elon Musk. Ricard, this is off topic. (laughs) (laughs) So behind Elon Musk. Let's press on. Okay. (laughs) All right. So like I was saying, so the Pixar image computer was the primary source of income for the, the, the Pixar group. Now, it's... 
they weren't making money though. And so Steve Jobs started investing and investing. Eventually Steve Jobs became a controller of the whole company because he invested so much in it. And because he's Steve Jobs. Well, <laughs> so yeah, I guess. <laughs> but throughout the struggles, the they actually maintained a pretty good relationship with Disney because they were actually using, Disney was using their product. Mm -hmm. And eventually they created a $26 million deal so that Pixar would create three movies for Disney, mm -hmm. which is crazy because Disney made this deal before Pixar had actually even done any movies. Mm -hmm. So it's like they, they believed in their ideas. They believed in their technology to be able to say like, okay, three movies, here's the money. Yeah. Show me what you got. So it's That's pretty crazy. cool. Yeah. And you know what the first movie was? Toy Story? It was Toy Story. Yeah. That's right. It was in the book. <laughs> <laughs> I read that in the you book. You cheated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Toy Story. I mean, it was the the first movie for Pixar, mm -hmm. and it was the first fully computer animated feature film. And that is, was... Wasn't it like the most grossing or something? I remember it being like... Is it the most grossing? No. Uh, not right now? I just wanted to... What I wanted to point out at the time was that... When they made that movie, it was the most successful, like, box office animation for, like, a while done by, with, under the leadership of, like, Pixar and Steve Jobs. Well, you know what's funny that you, you mentioned that? Because Steve Jobs was going to leave Pixar. Mm -hmm. Like, he was going to divest from it. Until he heard that Toy Story was probably going to be a hit. So even mm. before it was released, he was like, hmm, maybe I should stay on because mm. these people are saying that Toy Story is going to be a hit. Yeah. And and it was. Yeah. So it's 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 pretty crazy that he used that before he, he like decided to leave. He's yeah. lucky that he didn't leave. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Relatively, been, relatively speaking. I know. He would have been fine either way, I'm sure. But <laughs> yeah, so, but actually during, during the time where he, like Pixar was still kind of struggling before the release of Toy Story, mm. he was thinking about selling, selling it off mm. to Hallmark or Microsoft. Mm. Those were the rumored people they were talking to about giving it up to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is pretty crazy to see like that it such a su successful company that we know now that gives us gems like Coco yeah. was once, you know, going to be sold off to Hallmark. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. that would have been insane. Yeah. All right. So the Disney relationship, yes. obviously it's probably going to be strong because Toy Story was a huge success for Pixar and for Disney. But actually the, the, the three movie deal that they made kind of became like, like a debacle because Disney wanted to produce Toy Story 2 as like a direct-to-video and they didn't want it to be like a part of their three movie deal mm. so basically Pixar was like hey wait a second why this is not the terms that we agreed upon and there was like a drama mm -hmm. drama um, for your mama <laughs> with, with a bunch of grown men yeah <laughs> <laughs> and women I hope yeah. um but so there were negotiations for Disney to buy Pixar before they did buy it in 2006, but there was like off and on struggles to try to come to a deal with it. And especially since they had this problem with the original three movie deal that they were trying to 
to produce and get done. Mm-hmm. Um, but long story short, <laughs> Disney eventually did buy Pixar in 2006 for how much do you want to guess? Disney bought Pixar for 40 million. You are way off. Like two billion. You are still way off. Too much. Too too little. Too little. Oh, it's like ten billion. No, okay, now it's too much. Seven point four billion dollars. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, you got to figure that from a company that was struggling so much, mm-hmm. and they couldn't get their feet off the ground, and then all of a sudden, it's like billions and billions of dollars that they were sold for. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing: because Steve Jobs had so much investment in Pixar. He then became the largest shareholder of Disney stock as a result of this. Wow. So. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. And it's a staggering amount. He owned 7% of the Disney stock once that deal went through. Wow. Of all of the Disney stock in the world. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's insane. Um, but anyways, so now Pixar, their, their campus is located just outside the Bay Area in California. Yeah. And here's a fun fact that I read about their, their campus in California. It's built on a special foundation to withstand earthquakes mm-hmm. so that in the event of a really bad earthquake, they can continue production. Really? Yeah. How's that even possible? Why isn't everything built like that? I don't, you know, when you got money, yeah. you just do what you want. So it's like a <laughs> s- legitimate shelter. It is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully their families can come. Yeah. But it's like, it's a really, really exciting time, I think, to be a Pixar fan because so much of the movies that they're creating are going to kind of be like the new classics, Mm -hmm. I think. And I know that's like a stretch, but Mm -hmm. like when I grew up watching, you know, Peter Pan and Cinderella, or, or, you know, Mackenzie's going to be watching Finding Nemo and and um, let's say Coco yeah. one day. We'll see. Um, but I feel like these are going to become the new classics for yeah. a whole new generation. Yeah, that made like Peter, like Toy Story make Peter Pan look like an amateur. Oh! Like, amateurs. Wow. I'm just saying. <laughs> like Coco, did you see Coco? I think it was crazy. I mean, I think it's a... You saw it. Yeah, I did I see there. it. I, I know, I was <laughs> there too. I definitely think that it's a different type of animation. I, But the story, I will say, is... It's really rich and sophisticated mm-hmm. and can be enjoyed by obviously two adults like you and I mm-hmm. or, you know, when we saw it with absolutely no kids. Mm-hmm. And in fact, when we saw Coco, there were no kids in the theater. Mm-hmm. Granted, there were only like six people there in the no theater. There no people in the theater. But they were all kids. Like, they were adults. I mean, I think, you know, this is a topic for a whole other, you know podcast but i'm pretty sure this whole going to the movie thing is gonna be a thing in the past very soon that's the whole you're right that's another topic <laughs> all right well anyways so now there's a bunch of movies that pixar has made and 13 of them are in the 50 highest grossing animated films of all time wow so that's crazy it's 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 really insane and staggering how many movies have come out like since you know toy story in 1995 mm-hmm. and each one of them is as good as the last, with the exception of Cars. Yeah. But I just don't like Cars that much. Personal That's choice. It's really interesting because I don't know why. Like, I, I need to see. You know what? I want to see it now. Cars. Yeah, only because I want to know like why you don't why it's not like a favorite of yours and why you're not like ooh Cars because we you like pass that up like all the time. Like, anytime there's a car thing and I like it because like, I'm a, I'm a boy so like I kind of ne- like <laughs> gravitate towards those things like Cars kind of. 
and like, but I just feel you like, like I can feel the energy of like you not liking it. The negativity. Yeah. So now I want to watch it to see why. Have you actually seen it? I have. Yes, I have. And there's a part two, right? There's a two and a three. Have you seen any of those? I haven't seen the second or, wait, no, I haven't seen the second or third one. Okay. Well, that's a mystery that I'd like to solve at some point, so. Okay. Well, here's, you're leading right into my next fact, actually. Okay. Okay. So... 13 of the movies mm-hmm. have a 92% or higher on Rotten Tomatoes review okay. reviewed. You know what the least favorable reviewed movie was? What? Cars, Cars 3. Cars 3? Yeah. But what was it? Like, was it under 93? Yeah. Oh, it, it was I think under it, 90. I think oh, it was okay. like like 30 something. Oh, wow. It was low. That's rough. It was low. Come on, Pixar. See, Ricard, sometimes I just can't trust your taste. I, I haven't seen Cars. What are you talking about? <laughs> but you already say that. Okay. <laughs> Give the benefit of the doubt. I'm just saying. I'm just wondering. No, I said I'm wondering why you don't like it. I want to see it to wonder why you don't like it. All right. You know what? I'm so glad that Cars is actually becoming a big topic of this discussion because you want to know what the highest, um, the most profitable movie was? Cars? It was Cars. And that's because of merchandising. So it has nothing to do even with the film itself because, I mean, where is money made? It's not in the theaters. It's in the merchandise. Yeah. And that's exactly where Cars has made all the money. All this money. That is really interesting to know. Mm-hmm. Actually. So, I mean, it's it's mm. really, it's it's not my cup of tea, but clearly a lot of people, a lot of kids mm-hmm. especially, like Cars. And, I mean, to each his own. You know, it's it, I'm happy for them. Yeah. To have something that they love. I wonder if it's because it, it's the most like toy-like thing, you know, like f- especially for boys, you know, most of what boys play with is not Barbies. It's like cars, racing. Like that's a boy thing. I don't know. I feel you're like not a boy. Ricard, you're getting into like kind of weird territory because like we, I, I don't I don't want to make those generalizations. That and for most, instance, like culture, sh- like that's what culture drives, though. Like culture drives girls to play with Barbie. I'm not saying it's right, but culture, culture drives the girl wants to be the princess, and the boy wants to be the prince or the race or the race car driver. Like, Unless you just, have an older sister, and then every and, and you're a boy, and everything you have is pink. Yeah, that's like true. Jackson. But but that doesn't. That's not the majority of cases. Like I'm talking about, like as a, at a macro. Like the macro thing is like. Boys like cars. Like when a loud car or motorcycle passes by, boys' heads are turning to find out and try to see which car it is. Girls are not. That's like a fact. Okay. I have to see an example. (laughs) You're looking at one. (laughs) Anytime that something passes by, what do I do? Don't like, don't you see like little antennas go up? I'm like, ooh, is that a bike or is that like a Ferrari? And I I hate to say it like this, just. Is it is it generational though? Like maybe your generation of boys was like that, and like we're in the same generation. Like our generation was divided like that, but maybe nowadays it's not quite like that. Because I've seen plenty of girls walk around with. I mean, okay, okay, not as many, but cars, backpacks, like roller backpacks. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say that, like the numbers of the car, of the car successes proves that it's not a generational thing. Hmm. Fascinating. Okay. Well, <laughs> I I don't like cars that much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. Nobody hate on me. I'm not hating on cars. I just, it's not my thing. Yeah. But anyways, okay. So what do you think the, the, the three... Oh, hi- actually, wait. Wait a okay. second. Maybe it's not your thing because you're not a boy. Mic drop. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> Which I now really I, have to watch it to see. If, like, what if it's like the best like Disney movie? All right. I don't know. Anyway, go. Fine. <laughs> go on, go on. Fine, whatever. Um, here's, here's another fun fact that I think that you're going to really appreciate about Pixar and its movies. Mm-hmm. When they're preparing for a movie to be released, for example, The Incredibles, mm-hmm. you're not going to see footage from the actual movie being used to promote it. Mm-hmm. So what we saw as, as The Incredible te- Incredibles 2 teaser trailer you're not going to see that yeah, in yeah. the movie. So it happens for every movie? Yeah. Interesting. And um, not just that. So like the 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 in Toy Story 3, mm-hmm. there was a lots of, you know, lots of Huggin' Bear, the mm-hmm. pink bear in Toy Story 3. Okay, well, s- listeners will know. They created a commercial that was for Lotso Huggin' Bear from the 80s just to promote the movie. Mm. So they created a commercial for this toy that was from the 80s who smelled like strawberries mm. just to promote the movie. Oh, I smelled that bear, actually. He smells delicious. Now that you me- I remember when we were in um, Disney Springs, I-, I picked up the bear and it said, like, I looked at the bear and there was a sign that said, smell me. I was like, shut up. So I smelled <laughs> the bear and I was like, oh my God, it smells great. It was that one probably. It smells amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then remember Monsters University? Yes. So they created an admissions website that you could physically go to to promote the movie. Oh, that's pretty cool. An admissions website, like a whole website just to promote Monsters University. I would love to go there. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's just an amazing, another amazing facet of Pixar that they do that way. And and you Mm. know what? Richie, from knowing Richie, he hates watching trailers for movies he's going to see because he does not want to spoil it. Yeah. So, so this makes it like that you want to watch the trailer because you know like it'd be the only time you get to see it. Exactly. Smart. Which like it, I mean, it is super smart for yeah. for Pixar to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Pixar shorts, which I was looking so forward to before Coco, but I did not get one. Alas. Because you got a long. Because <laughs> I got a what? A long. You didn't get a oh, short. Yeah, you long. got a long. <laughs> <laughs> I got along with who? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, so the Pixar shorts are pretty, they're incredible also because they tell such also that rich, rich story in th- three minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's really, really amazing. And, and so much so the popularity is that in Epcot now they have the Pixar short film festival mm-hmm. and you get to see a few shorts from Pixar like together as like just an attraction in itself and it's cool because it's presented as like 4d so you get to move around with it Mm -hmm. and you get to see it on a big screen obviously which is also fun yeah and i've got my favorites i would ask you yours but i don't think you can recall any at the moment i literally know zero shorts i think we're gonna have to watch them just watched so anybody listening i think you guys should all tell you or tell richie your favorite shorts so he can line them up and watch them. Yeah. All of your favorite Pixar shorts. Somebody send me a message on, in the DM and let me know on Instagram. This you need to watch this short, and I'll be like, all right, I'll go watch it. I watch shorts. You'll watch not longs. Not longs though. Like don't send me that <laughs> Olaf thing. And I watch that. So okay. So when we think cartoons, do you think nowadays we think PG probably? But The Incredibles was the first um, Pixar film that had a PG rating. Mm. 
I don't know. It's always crazy to me, like when like a, like an animated feature has a PG rating. It's like, ooh. Yeah. Is this right for kids? Parental <laughs> guidance is suggested. What? Yeah. But. Well, I I don't know. I feel like nowadays I'm wondering if these ratings are like kind of dumb now Why? because any kid can pick up the internet and see the most vulgar thing possible. Anything. Yeah. Vulgar. So just let them go to see the frigging movie. Like. Yeah. That's, that's dumb now, I think. I just really, I haven't thought about that in a while since, like, literally the internet was invented. Do you have, Until like, the, an idea? very moment. <laughs> since the internet was yeah. invented. Do you have an idea of, like, what you would want instead to be, though? Like, I don't, I mean, it's unfortunate now that, like, kids really can't be shielded from the bad or anything. Well, I just don't think that, I, I just don't think that if I'm, like, 11 or 10 and I want to go see this movie that I should, like, have to go through legal steps. Mm-hmm. To physically watch this movie when I can just be like, all right, I'm just going to go watch something really else vulgar on the internet. In my day, like when I saw a rated R movie in theaters and I was like just under 17, I was like, woo, look yeah. at me. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just think unless it's like, unless it's like rated like X, then like don't let the kid go watch it. But like everything else, just let, let them go in. <laughs> like you're else. struggling as a business model anyway. Like just let them go in. <laughs> <laughs> you need the business. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Well, so Ricard, I'm, I'm really, really interested in your answer to this because it was hard for me to formulate my answer. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your favorite, favorite Pixar movie? And I have a list in case. Yeah, I'll go through the list. Okay. So, <laughs> so Toy Story, mm-hmm. Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, mm-hmm. Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Up... <sighs> Toy Story 3, Cars 2, Brave, Monsters University, Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Cars 3, Coco. Silence. Out of all of those, <laughs> I would probably have to pick, um, probably, I, I love the story of like Ratatouille. Really? Honestly, yeah. And it's, and I like the story, but also like. I mean, there's that one scene that I, I just die from. Which you've mentioned Which I've times. never died in another Disney scene before like like I have in that one. But I do like the story of like him, you know, like, you know, kind of, kind of coming from nothing and having passion. And only because like, like, like my personal story, I hope, ends up leads, leads to be that way. But I like that story. Mm-hmm. I did like, I like the way I felt like from like a heartwarming standpoint after Monsters, Inc., um, Surprising. And Coco was dope because of the whole, you know, like legacy and family. That was cool. Only because that's like really fresh in my mind. Um, but I would probably say Ratatouille. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Do you ever feel like when a new movie comes out and it's so good that you almost, you, you hesitate to say, ooh, it's my favorite because it's just so new and it doesn't have the history you have with like an other movie? Like, and this is just movies in general. Um, I feel like you don't have that. No, I don't because like I, I don't like I don't know I guess I'm not into like movies like that where it's like yeah. I, I have to have a favorite like I don't like I don't even have a favorite movie like if you said what's your favorite movie I don't even know what that answer would be. I've seen so many really good ones I feel like. <laughs> I do remember there was a Transformer movie once that I was like I was super entertained, <laughs> and I just remember it had like the best mi- mix of action drama like funny technology like. It was so that would probably be one of my favorite movies. Although you didn't ask that question, I just wanted to throw that. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I would say that, in, and I would I struggle to to pick anything favorite because I like to love everything equally for mm -hmm. the most part of things that I do like. Mm -hmm. But I picked Ratatouille also. Like mm -hmm. given given the choice, I pick Ratatouille because of also this just the story. I think that the the scenery they create is is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I love it, like when Ego, like he becomes like an investor in the restaurant at the end. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen my tattoo yet, yeah, ruined someone's life. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just love that that twist at the end where mm -hmm. Ego becomes the investor of the restaurant. It's just ah, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, and I love food. That's true. In general, but yeah, I don't know if this changes anybody's idea of Pixar because it's not it's it's a lot to mm -hmm. kind of take in but I'm just I, in conclusion glad to have Pixar in our lives yeah period so Disney fully owns Pixar though right there's no like contract anymore where like they can stop being with Disney no okay that's all I got Richie what do you got <laughs> I have nothing else to add to Pixar except for that I'm excited to see what more they'll what more they'll do wait was um I have a question was uh, the movie with the fox and the racial... Zootopia. Zootopia. Was that Pixar? No, that was not a Pixar film. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That was just a random question. It was just Walt Disney Animation. Walt Disney Animation. Well, that's all we got for today's episode. If you're listening on iTunes, we really appreciate you to subscribe and give us a rating on there. Uh, you can check us out on any other platform of... Uh, podcasting that you consume. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, Overcast, all those things. So make sure to check us out. And we're on Instagram, DisneyWTF.radio. We're on Twitter and Facebook. We'd appreciate any comments, any feedback, any subscriptions, and any likes. Yes, all of that. And most of all, we just thank you guys for, for listening, for being here, for hanging out with us in whatever way you are. And we hope you have a really, really magical day wherever you are. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye.